kind of have to dig a little bit deeper using machine learning to do things like anchor text classification, entity extraction using machine learning, and to also build knowledge graphs and entity relationship visualizations using um, different systems and tools. This is Time for Marketing, the marketing podcast that will tell you everything you've missed when you didn't attend the marketing conference. Hello and welcome to the Time for Marketing podcast, the podcast that brings you the best marketing conference speakers from conferences all around the world and allows them to sum up their presentations in five minutes. That means you get all of the knowledge and none of the fluff. My name is Peter and I'll be your host as I was in the previous 44 episodes as this is episode 45. Before we go, you know, I need you to subscribe if you're on YouTube and notifications and subscribe if you're on Apple and uh, reviews and all of the great things that you have to do when you are on podcasting. Um, There's nothing else. I would like to present you to today's guest, and I'm very glad that with me I have Lazarina Stoy. Lazarina, hello and welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. Happy to be here. How are you doing? How is you are just at the Bulgarian coast, is that right? Uh, I'm actually in Sofia at the moment, so yes, living (laughs) a good life here, (laughs) city life. (laughs) I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me. And as you've, told, as you've told me, the summer has already come to Sofia. 100%, yeah. Very hot, hot weather. <laughs> very dusty. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good. Can't complain. All right. All right. Um, I've invited you to the podcast. No. You work as the SEO and data science manager at Interpid Digital. Can you tell me a bit about uh, what is your company? And of course, what do you there? You what you do there and what is the best thing that you do there? What's your favorite things to do? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. Well, um, Intrepid Digital is kind of like a little boutique agency, but the clients that we have are actually enterprise SEO companies and um, many, many big brands uh, in the US and some of them based around Europe as well. Um, To give you a bit of an example, we work with brands like uh, Amazon AWS, Kim Kardashian Skims, Taylor Farms, uh, all what, 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 what is Kim Kardashian doing on ICO? I want to know that. <laughs> all the good things, all the good things. Her brand sells like crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so we work with really, really exciting brands. My role there is uh, as an SEO and data science manager. So um, the agency is growing very quickly. Our clients are very, very excited to work with us. And Mm. my role is very exciting as well because I actually help to bridge the gaps between all of the data that these big enterprise SEO companies have or big e-commerce companies um, and bridge that gap between what the data shows and what uh, the best strategy to address uh, this data is. Um, So my role is really exciting. I love it. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants uh, kind of a job like that, feel free to let me know <laughs> because they're always looking for really talented, smart folk. It seems that SEO and data is always a bit of tricky. Um, on one, ha- one hand, we are only working with uh, partial data that Google is giving us or hiding from us or some data that we can get on various ways that are more or less legit. 
Um, and on the other hand, of course, all of the tests that we are trying to do and all getting all of the ideas. How do you look the, 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 uh, the see the problems in the industry? I think, yeah, what you've highlighted is very true. Um, there is definitely a lot of challenges when you're trying to do some basic tasks, like, for instance, forecasting, you know, like you can't just forecast SEO performance. Mm. <laughs> That's just not how it works. Uh, so from that point of view, it's definitely challenging with uh, certain tasks and um, you oftentimes unless you have the um, gift of scale and historic performance and a lot of case studies on your under your belt you don't really have the possibility to tell your client exactly how things are going to go and even if you do there are many external events that can impact how things go um, but from another point of view, if you look at it, um, this also um, allows for a lot of creativity in the industry and a lot of people are uh, very skillfully using that. So um, if you start reading up on um, what Google is saying, what the projects they're working on, um, kind of little tidbits of information, uh, you can kind of see the direction in which they are going. And if you just follow along, you will see that the data is, um, you know, showing you the right path. Uh, type of thing. So it's, uh, I, I feel like if you really want to be successful in data in the context of SEO, you kind of have to have a forward thinking um, style of working, you know, mm, like uh, mm. how things are going to look like in maybe one or two years uh, or even 10, you know, um, instead of uh, trying to mirror uh, past best practices and, uh, you know, always try to look for the next best thing, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And trial Excellent. and error, of course. Like it, <laughs> you know, it, it is SEO at the end of the day. Like you have to test things to know what works and what doesn't. Every time when I was hiring, I was looking for people who already had their own projects and were doing trial and error there. I think this was um, 50% of the chance of being hired was, do you have a blog where you try to do something or an e-commerce? So I think that the... It shows the way of thinking and how people um, approach their problems. I invited you to the podcast because you had a great presentations at, presentation at Brighton in April. So that was Brighton 2022. That was called How to Incorporate Machine Learning in Your Internal Audits. How was Brighton? That was the, the digital version of Brighton, right? Uh, no, there was in-person as well. And a couple of uh -huh. weeks later, we had the online version. Uh, it was really nice. <laughs> Brighton is a lovely town. And uh, to be honest, that's, I think, the second time I've uh, been there for the conference. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just really nice to see all these uh, people coming together from all across uh, Europe and actually the world. And, um, you know, coming together to share ideas, share experiences, meet a lot of new people. And, um, yeah, the quality of uh, the speaker lineup is always amazing and so many different tracks. So, um, kudos to the organizers uh, for, you know, running such a wonderful event year after year. It is the best SEO conference, in my opinion. I think we're there. Um, Lazarina, uh, here are your five minutes for your presentation. Uh, yeah, so actually my presentation, as, as you said, was about internal link auditing and how to utilize machine learning to help you with some of those uh, aspects of that audit. And uh, the most important thing and the thing that I wanted to start with was the fact that 
Internal linking has a lot of measurable and important benefits and outcomes. And, um, you know, it can enable you to have a very clear and comprehensive site structure. It will allow you to have an improved indexing structure of your website, enhanced navigation, better user experience. Uh, you can have a lot more site engagement as a result of all these things and also increase your organic metrics, such as more uh, keywords rank better, click-through rate, you can have a boost in organic traffic, and all of these different benefits are very well documented in different case studies. They're also very well communicated by the likes of John Mueller from Google. And a lot of uh, SEO thought leaders actually recommend this initiative as uh, kind of the thing that you have the most control over, but a lot of people often overlook. So this was kind of what I wanted to lead with and to explain to everyone in the audience that, uh, you know, you should aim to have different um, uh, achievements with internal linking. And in order to do that for a site that is very large, or even, you know, we're talking upwards of 100,000 uh, pages, or like mm -hmm. the last mm -hmm. millions of pages, there's a lot of things in terms of benchmarking that you can achieve only with, uh, you know, Google Data Studio, Google Sheets, or just uh, kind of assessing performance for internal links. But if you want to dig deeper, you kind of have to incorporate machine learning into those tasks because uh, you cannot possibly go through every single page and do things manually. So my thought with this presentation was just to kind of show what um, what are the possibilities, what why you should think about machine learning and how you can actually implement it in your audit. So going beyond the simple check of, for instance, how many internal links do you have on page? How does your anchor text look like? Do you have any broken links? After you complete those initial checks using Google Sheets or Data Studio, whatever other platform that you use, you kind of have to dig a little bit deeper using machine learning to do things like anchor text classification, to do things like entity extraction using machine learning, and to also build knowledge graphs and entity relationship visualizations using um, different systems and tools. And the good thing about all of these things that I just mentioned is that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. The models are already there and they're already built by literal giants in the industry. We're talking the likes of Google Cloud, Amazon AWS, um, and other platforms like Microsoft Azure, etc. So you just have, have to kind of just use those APIs in order to get a very clear picture of how your website actually looks, how it is perceived by search engines, and how you can uh, bridge the gaps between what search engines see and what you want them to see, right? Um, and the third kind of most important point that I wanted to come across uh, with my presentation is that you also have to use machine learning to help you build topic models and topic clusters um, and to match pages based on their similarity level. And you can assess similarity based on a number of different uh, things, such as how does uh, the URL structure look like? How does the title structure look like? How does the heading structure look like? and things like that. So there are a lot of models, for instance, for topic modeling, um, uh, LSA and uh, LDA, which you can use that are very, very old in terms of uh, machine learning years um, and machine learning theory, but they are very new in terms of how they are being used in our industry. 
Uh, and uh, the good thing about this is uh, there are a lot of scripts and tools, some of which I have also demoed in a video that I released after the uh, presentation that allow you to utilize these models in a no-code way. So very, very accessible for beginners. Um, so in a nutshell, do internal linking, use machine learning as much as possible, be a little bit lazy with how you do things uh, in order to allow yourself, your site, your clients to reap the benefits from these initiatives as much as possible uh, with the help of machine learning. All right. Excellent. <laughs> um, you had a video after the presentation. Probably we can also link to that in the show notes. Uh, is that still live? Absolutely. Excellent. Besides the video, I also have a write-up uh, on my website, lazarinastoy.com. Uh, that's kind of like the ultimate guide to internal link audits. Uh, everything there is uh, super detailed and explained. I also have a few different sheets template that you can use to kind of quickly find anchor text opportunities, because I know that's mm -hmm. also another challenge uh, that people have. Like once you already know which two pages you should link, how do you know how to link them, right? Because that's another big thing. Uh, so yeah, lots of resources on my site. Go check them out. All right, we'll link to that. Yes. And that was actually also my next question is, uh, you got me fired up for machine learning, but where should I start now? Um, is there other resources that can help me understand? I know that there are APIs that I should connect to and use things there, but then uh, where should I start? Uh, thank you so much for asking that because I actually have a presentation and a guide for a beginner's guide for machine learning for SEOs that you should also check on my site. <laughs> I have and it all I covered. didn't know that. So that's <laughs> not a you know, paid promotion, but awesome. great. We'll link to that. Uh, and... no, in a nutshell, I can quickly uh, summarize, for, of course, for the podcast and video viewers. Uh, I would always, always recommend start with a project. If you have a project in mind and all of us SEOs are working on on a number of different things at the same time. Um, mm. I would just say, read a couple of guides just to kind of get a quick uh, overview of what machine learning is, how you can use it, kind of like a different breakdown of the different tasks, understand what is supervised learning, what is unsupervised, kind of try to find different sample tasks. It doesn't matter if they're in SEO or outside of SEO that utilize machine learning. And then once you start getting maybe a little bit of daily practice, maybe try to implement machine learning in five or 10 minutes, there are a bunch of tutorials out there that will help you to do this. Even if you don't quite understand what you are doing, the daily practice and trying to implement this into different projects is going to give you kind of a confident boost, kind of like, I can do this, why shouldn't I? And once you st uh, start feeling like this is something that you can do, um, I know that uh, the inspiration and the fact that us SEOs are so inquisitive with information, we're, we try to kind of dig deep and find, get to the answer of things, to the bottom of things very quickly. Um, you'll be able to find a lot of opportunities to implement machine learning, and you will also be able to kind of practice, experiment a little bit uh, with it, um, and it, it will get a lot easier once you start doing it. That's my only suggestion. Don't mm. try to get too wound up in the theory is what I'm trying to say, because the theory looks daunting, a lot of mathematics, a lot of statistics and everything. But if you try to implement it into projects first and then try to understand what exactly is happening, I think it's the easier route for a beginner. Mm -hmm. I was just at uh, the uh, conference here in Slovenia where we had Barry Adams speak on 
technical uh, SEO and uh, the, the future. And one of the most important things that he talked about was the crawl budget and the optimization for crawl budget. It sounds that machine learning and understanding how the whole website comes together would be a very good way if you have problems with that on your website. Is that right? Yeah, um, to be honest with you, I'm definitely not. Um, I've not had that many projects that relate to crawl budget uh, that much. Mm -hmm. But in the context of internal linking, I can definitely see that statement coming true. Um, because essentially, you do want to bridge the gaps between how fast uh, similar content, depending whether it's a similar type of content, like for instance, two guides, ultimate guides, or whether it's two uh, pieces of content that relate on the similar topic, or whether mm. it's uh, maybe the next step of the user journey, it's important for you to bridge the gaps between these two content pieces on your website. So from that point of view, internal linking can definitely uh, help you reduce strain on the crawl budget as well. But on the topic of crawl budget, something else uh, that people often overlook is actually the server settings and server optimization techniques, because that is also another thing that, you know, can really make or break it, especially when you're working with a big e-commerce or enterprise SEO website. So Absolutely. Yeah, lots of opportunities yeah. there. <laughs> All right. Now I've, I was a bit scared of approaching machine learning. Uh, of course, because an SEO has already has a lot of things on the plate. But if you tell me that there's a, there are five or ten minutes that I can start to to start with that, I think I can have five or ten minutes somewhere. Um, Lazarina, that was great. Um, if people would like to talk to you about SEO and machine learning and the uh, places where they meet, where the people can where can people find you the best? I think Twitter would be the best place. My handle is at Lazarina Stoy. And if you also want to check any of the work I've done, my website is lazarinastoy.com. And if you're looking right. for a job, check out Intrepid Digital. <laughs> Come of work course. With us. <laughs> um, do you have any future uh, conference plans, uh, scheduled uh, speaking gigs? Yeah, so uh, in the autumn version of Brighton SEO, I will be tackling a very similar topic, but not quite. So I will show people how to do SERP analysis at scale using machine learning. So mm. stay tuned for that. All right. We all know Brighton is the best SEO conference. So go and check it out, Lazarina, there. I think that's it. Lazarina, thank you very much for being on the podcast. Um, thank you for having me. Go and start your week. Um, greatly excellently i don't know yeah thank you and have a great day thank you so much bye Thank you for listening to the Time for Marketing podcast. Please go and check out other episodes from the podcast archive or give this podcast a review, maybe even subscribe to it. If you were at a marketing conference and saw a great presentation, please let me know. You can contact me with guest ideas or other questions at info at timeformarketing.com. And if you need any help with your SEO, you can find me at seos.si or just find me at LinkedIn. Have a great day.